This episode of Says Who has been brought to you by you. Your generous support on patreon.com slash says who makes all of this possible. And I am recording this after we recorded the episode. And let me tell you, you paid for a good one. Uh, in two weeks, come to Nashville, Tennessee, May 31st through June 2nd for Pod X. It is a podcasting conference unlike any other in Nashville, Tennessee that weekend. And we will be there. Go to podx.com slash says who for 10% off your tickets. Okay. Hey, Maureen, it is time to start the episode. Hi, Dan. Maureen. Yep. Hey, it is. Yep. We're a little bit late, but yeah. it's time to start. Dan. Says yes. I'm back in the puppy pen, Dan. Oh, boy. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. Oh, okay. The thing is, Dan. Oh, boy. <sighs> is... Uh is everything okay, Maureen? You know, everything's great, Dan. Mm. Every, everything's great. I, um... Well, I don't... Can you hear me, Dan? Can you... Just sound a little, um... sound a little breathy. Mm. A little tired. Well, Dan, I'm, uh... I'm recording from my new... Uh, my new recording studio. Oh. Yeah. Where's it's that? Pu- it's the puppy pen, Dan. I'm, in, oh, I'm inside back the... in the puppy pen. So Dan, and I am Maureen Johnson, and I'm Dan Sinker, and this is a coping strategy. Dan, everything's great. I don't believe you. The thing about puppies is that they are furry little maniacs. That's um accurate. Uh, yes. I mean, they are so the best. Okay. Like, they're the literal best. Sure. Now, Dexy here Mm -hmm. is, is, I'm happy to say, an incredibly healthy, bouncy baby girl. Yeah. Emphasis on the bouncy? Uh, I was going to go emphasis on the healthy, Dan, but it really is the bouncy. That's the word. Um, So, I am in the middle of writing a book, Dan. Are you in the middle? No, I'm at the end, Dan. And I have a whole bunch of it to get in tomorrow. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's a whole part of it that goes in tomorrow, Dan. And then the whole thing goes in on the 28th or no, the 29th. No, the whole thing goes in the minute I get on a plane to Nashville for Podex. Perfect. It possibly goes in while I'm on the plane to Nashville <laughs> for Podex. Oh, my goodness. You're really riding it down to the wire. Dan. It's, it's exciting. Dan. Is that how people write books? Now, I realize also that I was uh, four minutes late. And the reason was because I, so I've worked out the steel. Like before, I was like, my life is ruined. I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. I mean, everything's great because she's the best, but I don't know how I'm going to, uh, to manage this. And then um, I discovered that a neighbor of mine downstairs was like, I will watch her during the day. Sure. Last week, you were, you were working yeah. in peace. 
yeah. Oh, sorry. The roof of the puppy pen. Oh, oh that's falling on me. Um, so, yes. So she goes down there during the day with a giant dog and a little tiny dog. And she loves this this giant dog. Her name, the giant dog's name is Bonnie. And she immediately like jumped straight up in the air and was like, I'll take you. I'll take you. Let's go, Bonnie. And she like sunk her little puppy fun teeth into Bonnie's neck. And Bonnie was like, yay, playtime. And so Bonnie loves it. She's like, this is fantastic. Um, Bonnie is also a super good babysitter because dogs know how to take care of puppies. Sure. Just immediately. So when Dex would try to play with the little dog and the little dog didn't want it, Bonnie just walks between them and says, okay, break it up. <laughs> so my babysitter is a dog. Okay. She's, she's really good at it, but I just brought her back up and I was like, I have enough time. I'll just get her up here. I'll settle her in. Everything's good. And then she got here and she did that stretch front paws out. And then she looked at me as, and I know that look in her eye now. And it says, I'm going to poop. But first, I'm going to make you catch me. And then she's off. And she is running, 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 circles, running, running, circles. Yeah, yeah, catch me. I'm going to stop. I'm going to turn, 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 turn. And she's quick, Dan. She's so quick. And she's like, yay. She loves, like, pooping gets her so excited. that she just She just runs in circles. She's like, yay, I'm going to poop, I'm going to poop. So I stopped for, I, I swear to you, it was 10 seconds to grab something. And I turned around, she was pooping on the carpet. And I was like, no. sure, sure so she was. Then, um, then once she poops, she barks at it, I should do. And then, mm-hmm. um, then I had to kind of, ah, Dan, it's, it's complicated. Also, they're just, they love their teeth. That's how they communicate. I mean, you've got to be coming up on when the teeth all fall out at once. No, that that is like a, it's a while. I think it's Oof. like a couple of months. Wow. Did 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 Spotty do this? I mean, just the constant chomping. Oh yeah, yeah. She destroyed everything. All of our clothing from that time period has holes what about, in it. What about you? Did I chomp everything? No, did she chomp on you? But did you oh, chomp? Yes. I mean, that's a fair question. Yes, uh, she certainly did. And our our oldest, who now must have been, what, eight, seven or eight when we got her, uh, sh- she really chomped on him. He would have trouble walking through the room and not have this sort of missile attack from a puppy <laughs> uh, with razor teeth coming flying right at him. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And we are working on it because this dog is smart. Like, mm. she's real smart. Like, she she could be recruited into, like, a secret spy agency. She's that. oh, but she's so good. Are you going to lay down? Are you going to lay down? Oh, my good girl. <gasps> Who's the best girl? Oh, she's laying down, Dan. So what she's you're saying is the book work's coming good. It actually is, Dan, because it turns out I I work well under. I, I just don't have time, and there's no room in my all. All I do is write and run in circles and try to catch her before she poops, or I throw a ball, or I go, <gasps> Mister Squeaky Monster, Squeaky Bunny, Squeaky Bunny, Squeaky Bunny, Squeaky Bunny, Squeaky Bunny, right, 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 Squeaky Bunny, poop, Squeaky Bunny, righty, 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 righty. I don't know what I'm wearing. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, hello. 
Uh, also, when she goes downstairs, I realize now that every day I tend to my wounds like I'm in some sort of World War One drama. <laughs> Because oh. I wear a lot of short sleeves. And so she doesn't, you know, they don't mean to hurt you. They're just like, they play yeah. with their teeth. It's the only thing they know how to do. And so, and she, you know, they do that thing where they're like, oh, you really want to play, huh? Chomp. Yeah. And then they really sink in and you're like, my arm. So yeah. they're just basically like a little razor mouth with legs. <laughs> they are. They're just a little razor mouth with like, and they love you, but they don't know what the hell they're doing. No. So, so when I take her downstairs, the first thing I do is I shower and then I dress my arms with peroxide, neosporin, <laughs> and betadine, like, like what you just use before like, surgery. You just have neosporin lined sleeves you roll on. You, you say that like, like it's a joke, Dan, but. I cover my arms in Neosporin and then I put on the sweatshirt that I call now the Neosporin sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, that's so gross. Listen, Dan, she is brindle and so are my arms right now. It's not even, a, I'm like, oh, look oh. at that. We resemble each other. Now she's digging in her bed. She's oh, got my goodness. so much energy. No, no, no creature in the world has as much energy as Dexy does. Nothing. To Nothing. be fair, to be fair to you, Maureen, nobody could have known that this would have happened. You know, Dan, I... When you said, I'm going to get a puppy at the same time that I need to finish a book, everyone mm -hmm. said, well, that's the logical thing to do. Nobody could have predicted this outcome. Dan. You got the one in a million puppy that's full of energy and razors. Listen, <laughs> I hear you sassing me. And I'm not, I'm not having it. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm feeling for you. It's it's just a pure luck of the draw. One in a million chance, Maureen. She also gets bigger every day. Like we wake up and every day we go, oh, she is she is visibly a half an inch bigger than yesterday. This is another area where I don't understand how humans ended up where they are in the overall food chain because Dogs grow very fast. Yeah, it's bananas. It is it is amazing how quickly they grow. Yeah, we we bought her a little cuz the the puppy kindergarten's like she should really have a harness for the kindergarten, not a collar. So we got her a little harness. And then a day and a half later, Oscar was like, "It's already tight." <laughs> so anyway, the book's coming along. The book is actually coming along, Dan, cuz I am a goddamn miracle maker, Dan. <laughs> In this book, Stevie gets a puppy. This is how you made it work. I hate you so much. There's <laughs> twenty-five oh, chapters of puppy maintenance. Oh god, damn! And then, and then you just reveal the solution at the end. I don't know if it was when this if this happened by last week, but did I tell you she also busted out of the puppy pen? <laughs> well, it is just like a piece of fabric, right? She. She jumped it like she jumped on sure. the side and, and kind of crushed the side down and got out. So then I was like, OK, I guess I have to put on the mesh. It has a mesh roof. OK. But in order for me to get in, because sometimes I crawl through the door, but I was like, I had all this computer <laughs> equipment to carry in. So I had to un like zip the mesh roof. And that's how I'm in there. So the, I've got kind of got it at like the top half down. So I'm in here. It's cozy. <sighs> You know, it's rainy think, and gross, Dan. There are worse places to be. 
I think you could get away with 200 pages of puppy stories. And then at the end, the puppy digs a hole in the ground and pop out pops a clue envelope. And there's the solution to the mysteries. People would read that, Dan. Definitely. I would read that. Hello. Hello, my love. Are you going to be on a podcast? No. Hello. Uh, but You know, by... it's probably fine if you just do a couple of chapters where you just have the dog walk on the keyboard. She has stepped no on the keyboard. Yesterday, she turned on the Xbox and started up Portal 2. I still don't know how that happened, and I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. So then she you tra- had to play it for three hours? You're like, I look, I couldn't play it turned off. I don't know how to play Portal 2. I tried. I didn't understand it. I'm like, what is this, squares? So I don't deserve to live here. You're doing great. I'm fine. You're doing great. And yet, I still even I still know what's going on in the news. It's <laughs> good. So Your priorities are right. So disappointing. The thing that I think about, you procured your puppy mm-hmm. during that odd moment where not a lot was happening. Mm-hmm. There was this it's about two weeks ago where I suddenly realized like, you know, we had we had all gone and watched Avengers Infinity War and then we had all watched Game of Thrones all on one weekend and nobody had given one hoot of a thought to Donald Trump. And I realized that like we had this rare little moment where he had filtered into the background that suddenly like things were very quiet. So one could see how they would be like, you know what? I can handle a puppy right now because suddenly things felt fairly normal. But you know what? That's over. What is that sound behind you? That's the baby next door, Dan. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the, the acoustics in this place are real weird. And you can only hear her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not funny dad i can't stop i can't breathe stan it's not funny you have a newborn next door too She's not newborn. She's a couple months old. How's, how's the construction below you doing? The newborn <laughs> is diagonal from us. <laughs> there are two babies. <laughs> oh, oh my God. My whole body aches right now from laughing so hard. Construction is <sighs> pretty good. Um, I do you think that the children upstairs, and I'm not making this up, I think they got a pogo stick. Oh, my like word. Like some sort of modern plasticky one, because um, either that or they're playing um, bocce ball or something. I'm not sure, but. This oh, is a Dan. conducive environment for writing. Dan, why am I yawning? Why am I yawning and rubbing my eyes? 
Oh, so anyway, oh my god, I can't even tell you. My chest hurts right now. Ah. We can, we can only hear her at certain times. It sure she has to be kind of in the right spot in the apartment, and then the sound has to bounce in the exact right way, and it sounds like she's right in the room. The um the sound that I heard, I thought you were going to say this was the construction because it sounded exactly like a screwdriver when you screw into an especially knotty piece of wood and the wood itself sort of gives a high piercing shriek. No, that's the baby. That's mm. the baby scream. That's nice. Yeah. What a nice, conducive, calming writing environment you're working in. <laughs> Perfect. Dan... Who needs a writing retreat when you've got your house with a puppy, <laughs> babies on all sides, construction above and below you, Dan. and a highway out your window? Why am I so tired? I think we know. How do people have children? Not well. <laughs> Why do you think we're all fucked up? Is that is it just what it's like all the time? Is that you're just in a constant state of um it, I think when you have a child, you just you reach a point where you give in. <laughs> you just let the chaos sweep over you. You assume you've got 18 years. Yeah, my my problem is I still believe I'm in control. Right. See, there's there's the trick, Maureen. Just now I walked up to the edge of you are not in control, but I'm I'm coming I'm stepping back a little bit. See? There you go. I'm feeling yeah. weak, but I'm not feeling like I'm out. I, but I am yeah. feeling weak. This is this is why you feel tired. A you have yet healthy, to give control. A little healthy crying in the puppy playpen never hurt anybody, Dan. <laughs> never hurt anybody. <laughs> It's crying from you, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I really hurt myself laughing. <laughs> I know that that's, that's really sort of not, not a nice thing to say, but it's true. I ache now. Um, well, Maureen. Dan. Hmm? It was a, at least it was a calm news week with nothing happening. <clears throat> well, see, that's funny you mentioned that, Maureen, because where I was going a while ago mm. is that it wasn't. Hmm? The calm before the storm has passed, and it feels like we are now in the storm in a pretty major way. <sighs> All right, I'll bite. So, first with something that isn't happening, Robert Mueller is not testifying to Congress this week. We Last week, we were kind of batting around the possibility that he might be doing so tomorrow, but now that is all in negotiation. But that out of the way, Maureen, everything else has gone bananas. So, got... he, he's not going to testify. Yet. Right. So he can't he can't testify without the Justice Department giving him the okay because he is still a Justice Department employee. So you could wait until he isn't, though we don't know how long that will be. Uh you could subpoena him, in which case uh you would 
the Justice Department would have to decide whether they were fighting the subpoena. Um, and there's a larger question, which we will get to in a second, on whether or not he will be, even if he did testify, if he could testify about things inside the report. So we're sort of at a standstill on Mueller's testimony. Uh, you also have the House Judiciary Committee voting to hold Attorney General Bill Barr in contempt of Congress for not handing over the full unredacted Mueller report. Hmm. And the same day that happened, you have the Trump administration claiming executive privilege over the entire report. Right. Which seems hard to do since we've all read the thing at this point. But they are claiming it anyway. Yeah, and I was listening to something on this about how it doesn't make sense to claim privilege on it anyway. And now I forget what the actual technicality is, but it, it privilege doesn't, that's not what privilege applies to. Privilege isn't like, Dan, I, I don't know anymore because we my brain We are applying doesn't... logic to people that are, that do not deal in logic. Right. Speaking of people that don't deal in logic, Dojo has mm. been subpoenaed by the Senate Intelligence Committee, which is actually headed up by a Republican. They've apparently been trying to negotiate him coming and talking to them since December because of the irregularities in what he told them before compared to information we now know. Well, there is and, breaking news on this. Oh, boy. He is to testify behind closed doors. Oh. So he made a deal with the Senate. And that is interesting. This just will, happened? Yeah, breaking news. Holy cow. Uh, he reached a deal with the Senate to testify in mid-June. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. Well, there you go. Oh, look at that. 16 seconds ago. Pretty oh, good, goodness. huh? Yeah. Yeah. So what, now Dan, I'd like to, oh, Dan, I'm also kind of nauseous. <laughs> and I think that the reason for that is I, I'm very tired. I'm a little nervous. And mostly what I've eaten today is some the neighbor that's watching the dog also, uh, because she's looking for a job right now, mm -hmm. spends her day baking delicious cookies. And she handed mm -hmm. me a giant Tupperware container. And she's like, oh, here, I made you these. And did you just cookie monster your way through them all? I cookie monster my through a lot of them. All right. And they're not small. <laughs> they have butterscotch chips in them. Which Whoa. Which is delicious. Yeah, that's a good time. So it turns out if you eat a bunch of cookies and you're nervous, you give yourself a tummy ache. Yeah. That'll do it. I just need a nap. I just need a nap. <laughs> You'll get one. Do you want something fun? Do you want a little fun fact? I love a fun fact. Uh, so, additionally, over the last week, the New York Times managed to get a hold of uh, a decade of Trump's taxes. They are older taxes. They're 1985 to 1994. But, and I quote, Mr. Trump appears to have lost more money than nearly any other individual American taxpayer. Mm. 
The Times found when it compared his results with detailed information the IRS compiles on an annual sampling of high incoming earners. His core business losses in 1990 and 1991, more than $250 million each year, were more than double those of the nearest taxpayers in the IRS information for those years. Well, he's he is the number one money loser in all of America. Dan, this calls for a foam finger. <laughs> oh, it does. Then, um, he because he can't resist anything. Yeah, because he is. Like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah. He immediately started tweeting. He's been, he has really been on a bender. Oh, yeah. He's been tweeting up a storm for the last week. Just, just relentless. Without um, a doubt. Where he said, uh, you know, everybody did this. It was sport. And I was like, well, yeah. He, he just can't resist. He can't resist. No. Yeah. He literally goes on and says that uh, almost all real real estate developers did and often renegotiate with banks. It was sport. Here's the president of the United States admitting that he cheated on his taxes for sport. But also that he was just bad at money. Yeah, like super bad at money and doesn't like. Yes. Do rich people create all sorts of opportunities for depreciations and weird tax loopholes and all that yes but the way the new york times did the investigation they looked at that and he's still doing twice as much as anyone else right and this is the time period they were looking at 85 to 94 is wholly in the center of the kind of first wave of Trump's self-mythos, right? Like this was when The Art of the Deal was published right in there. It was in 1987, November 1987. And there's just all kinds of crazy shit in this article. Like from 86 to 89, some of the only sources of income that he reported, because most of most of what he reported was losses and most of that was from buildings and a lot of that was from the losses from the year before. There's a lot of like compounding loss stuff. Some of the only income he had in 86 to 89 was by manipulating the stock market, stock market by buying some shares of a company, then leaking to the press that he was going to take over the company. And then that would cause a little run up of the stock price and then he would sell it at the high point. He did that for three years and it fell apart when he did the he he he, the first time he did it, he faked a takeover of United Airlines. And uh, the last time he did it was in 1989 when he faked a takeover of American Airlines. And instead of the stock going up when he announced that he had bought in, he was going to buy the company. The stock fell. And a year later, in 1990, he'd lost thirty four point nine million dollars on short term trades. He's real bad. At business, Maureen. Dan, there's another podcast I, re- I, I like a lot of podcasts. It's part of the reason I'm so excited for Pod X. Heck yeah. 
But one podcast I listen to is called The Dollop, and it's stories from American, just stuff that's happened in America. Sure. And I listened to the episode today while I was running around doing some stuff. And it was about a armored car heist in 1997, I believe it was. Okay. Where these people stole $17 million from an armored car. But they um, they did a couple things wrong. Like the guy that stole it did the actual theft. Um, he took the security tapes, put them in his car, which he then parked at his work where it could easily be found, where he'd also left his wedding ring. Oh. And then he was supposed to fly to Mexico, except that he'd not only forgotten to get the ticket to Mexico, he had not actually checked to make sure that the airline flew to Mexico or there were any flights to Mexico from their airport, which there weren't and hadn't worked out how to get the money there. So he just had to put some of it in his shoes. <laughs> Meanwhile, his accomplices did things that were really chill and relaxed, like buy a giant mansion, which sure. they uh, decorated with um, things like leopard print carpeting. Yeah. Uh, they got a wine cellar, which they filled with Pep's Blue Ribbon. They bought a giant velvet Elvis. Uh, they had three tanning beds. <clears throat> they were all just super duper bad at crime. Yeah. And there's a the Dob does a lot of stories about people that are bad at crime that just haven't thought it out. Like the people that wanted to bomb a casino and, you know, like there are just a lot of crime. It's just not. We, I think there's this mistaken belief that crime is smart when in fact crime is stupid. These aren't bright guys and things just got out of hand. Crime is not, they're not all the panther, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're mostly not the pink panther. No, no, no. And it, and yeah, they're not good. They're not good at what they do. But this is uh, one of my favorite quotes from this article. Uh, they quote Trump during the 90s, right? Because this whole thing where Trump's like everybody's doing it, which is certainly his sort of explanation du jour for most things, right? Uh, whether it's explaining why he was losing so much money because everyone was losing money because they were just cheating on their taxes. In this case, he's asked in the 90s about, his, this is during the 90s, about his losses in real estate. And he says, the real estate business, we're in an absolute depression uh, I see no signs of any kind of upturn at all. This is no incentive. To, there's no incentive to invest. Everybody's doing badly. Everyone. And then the, the article ends with saying everyone, perhaps, except his father, Fred Trump. While Donald Trump reported hundreds of millions of dollars in losses for 1990 and 1991, Fred Trump's returns showed a positive income of fifty three point nine million with only one major loss. $15 million invested in his son's latest apartment project. This poor bastard. This is what happens when you don't love your children, Dan. It really is. It's true. And now we've got to deal with Don Jr. and Eric. Yeah. Eric's picking a fight with the mayor of New York now. Do you think he's going to run? The mayor of New York or Eric? Eric for the mayor of New York. God damn it, Dan. Don't you dare. We we would never let that happen. Eric is, he's stupid, but he can't be that stupid. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Eric Trump? 
See, Don Jr., I think, is that stupid. I just have a, I just feel like there's just that little tiny flinty spark in Eric's eye that suggests that he might be able to tie his own shoes without getting his dick stuck in there. <laughs> you know? Maybe. We, they, they know they are not loved here. Yeah. They know that we hate him. He's, he's totally going to run for mayor of New York. Yeah, let him. Mark my words. We'll eat him alive. Maybe. Maybe Let them will. come. Let them fight. Um, Eric and Dojo are in charge of Trump's businesses. And do you know, uh, here's an interesting fun fact that also came out this week, Maureen. Here is a list of uh, luxury properties in Florida that had pool closings due to health code violations last year. Top of the list, Mar-a-Lago with 11 closings. Uh, after that, Trump International Golf Club with 10. Then Trump National Jupiter with four. Compare that to the Four Seasons Miami, which had none. Yeah. Swimming Wait, pool properties. How uh, many? They, how many Mar-a-Lago again? Eleven. And the Four In Seasons. The last twelve months, zero. Yeah. The uh, the 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 non-Trump club that had the most closures uh, last year in Florida was the Ibis Country Club with three. Wow. So what are we thinking with this pool closing, Dan? A lot of pooping in the pool. It's a lot of poop, isn't it? It's a lot of pooping in the pool. You gotta figure there is a Trump a Trump child initiation has to be pooping in the pool, right? As a way of being like, it's my pool. I'll do what I want. Poop. You get it's enough not- of them there. It's just nonstop. I think they do that, but I think it's not in their pool. <laughs> it's my pool now. Poop. Yeah. I think he sends them to other hotels <laughs> to do that. It's your turn next, Baron. It's your turn next. Uh, a lot of pooping in the pool. It's a fucking bananas moment, Maureen. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. I thought it, you were saying what a calm, relaxed moment it was. I was saying it was a calm, relaxed moment. That's over. It's all out the fucking window now, Maureen. Is it? Hope you enjoyed your calm, I'm going to pick up a puppy time. Because now you've got a puppy. This is where America's at. It was calm for a minute. We enjoyed fucking Endgame. We enjoyed that one episode of the Game of Thrones, at least. We like kind of saw that spring was a possibility, and we just thought, this is great. Let's get a puppy. And now we have a fucking puppy. She's great, Dan. Don't you dare. Don't you dare talk about my little princess and we're now we're fucking pooping in pools we're cheating on our taxes Ow, we're disobeying subpoenas that's ah my arm dan it's just a bad frozen shoulder it's very painful 
feels like you're being stabbed with a thousand knives. How did you how did you throw out your shoulder? Just just happenstance, frozen. It's real painful. When you move it, it feels like you're being stabbed with a thousand knives. I'm coming to pieces, Dan, but I like it. <laughs> I've got my water bottle. I've got my puppy. I'm all curled up in this basket. She's definitely peed in here. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. The other day It took two she- weeks. For you to go full feral. The other day she pooped in my hand because because <laughs> you have it. to you have to catch them and no, put them on, on the no, mat. No, you don't. I had to scoop her up and put her on the mat because you're like, okay, that's not where you go to the bathroom. You have to take them immediately to the place where they're supposed <sighs> to go to the bathroom. And Isn't I that have down like twelve flights. No, she's not allowed down there yet. She still has to use her wee wee pad. Okay. So we've got these, I, I decided to get the environmentally friendly washable ones. Oh, which, oh which, nice. So, uh, which means that every day and a half we have to take these, these mats downstairs. Oh, where the laundry is. And wash them in boiling, boiling, a, boiling hot water. This was an excellent decision. The Dan, earth thanks you. Okay, I got. I just want to say this one thing, Dan. Mm-hmm. Shut your big dumb beardy face. <laughs> That's all I want to say. <laughs> oh, it's fine. You're making good choices. That's what's important. I feel fine. You're feel- living. You're living your truth. <laughs> oh, and you've never done anything stupid. <laughs> I've done a lot of stupid things, Maureen. <laughs> I've done a lot of stupid things in my life. Remember that time we were going to start an eight-session podcast with a with a uh, for an election that was a sure thing. Yeah, and now we're on episode eighty-nine. <laughs> so it was a sure thing, Dan. It was a sure thing. We all have regrets. Hold on. We can just think of that as a, as a prelude to the 2020 podcast that we'll be doing called exactly. Literally Everybody is Running. No, we mean it. Literally Everybody. <laughs> it has gotten to the point now where I bet you if a person were to make flashcards of everyone running for president, you would any rational human would fail. I could name you six people that are running for office, Maureen. There are 22 as of today. All right. Now, I'm going to accept your challenge on on this brain. Let me see how many I can do, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, All right. So I'm going... This is how we're going to do this. Hold on. All right. I'm going to pull up a list of candidates. All right. But hold on. I I still need to find the list. Jesus, there's not even a fucking list. Just look up Wikipedia on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. Thank you. What is going on? Candidates. Here we are. Fuck. All right. How many are there? Just give me a number. Okay. Well, let's see. I think there are 22, but let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Who is that? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Who's that? 21. 22, oh, 23. All right. Hold on. Let me get a pen. I got to keep a count. Hold on. All right. 
This is more complicated than you'd think. If you're playing at home, Sisuvia, get yourselves a patent pen, and maybe Dan can put a little fun game music under this. <laughs> All right, hang on. We're doing this for real now. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm getting a piece of paper. Oh, my headphones are very short. All right. I'm getting a piece of paper towel and a okay. pen. This All is right. what we've got. All right. Okay. We're doing this for real now. All right. All right. Ready? No. Okay. I just lost my Wikipedia page. Oh, dear. There we go. Okay. All right. All right. Are you going to give me a little, little a little game show music? We'll get a little Jeopardy theme going below us, I bet. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Joe Biden. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Kamala Harris. Yeah. Amy Klobuchar. Whoa. Deep cut. Mayor Pete. Okay. I'll give it to you. Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. This is the same person. I know. I was just, I thought you were being, you know, like tech. Yeah. No, I said I'd give it to you. Either way. Okay. All right. Andrew Yang. Okay. Uh, fuck. I know I know more than this. I know I know a lot more than this. Um. You want me to give you a hint? Yeah. Give me a hint. Skateboard. Oh, didn't I say Beto? No. Oh, Okay. Beto O'Rourke. Um, now I'm just going through different states. Is there another uh, uh, Christ, uh, Kirsten um, Gillibrand? Oh, nice. There you go. Uh, there is like, there's that guy I thought was the Simpsons character whose name I don't know. Michael <laughs> something FNS. Hmm. Uh, you're not going to give me that one, are you? I'm looking at the list. I'm not seeing a Michael with an S. Well, I mean, give it a week. Um, <laughs> uh, who else is uh, says on the Senate? Uh, the good is there... news is you only have 14 more to name. I don't think there are 14 more people. Are there, Dan? Just there in general? Are. You just named nine. Do I know these other ones? Are there, is there one or two that you're going to be like, you're going to kick yourself? Yeah. There, there's at least one. There, I would say there are two more with name recognition that you'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. Mm. God damn it. Like Cory Booker. Oh. Yeah. I keep forgetting that he's doing that. Julian Castro. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, Julian Castro, um... I wanted to say Julian Castro earlier, and I didn't. That doesn't actually count. Wanting to say it? No, doesn't I, doesn't count. I just forgot Cory Booker was straight up forgot Cory Booker was running. Um, All right, you want to know some other people? Yes. Michael Bennett. That's the guy I was thinking of. That was Michael S. Yeah, that's a B. Steve Bullock. Don't know who that is. John Delaney. That's that's a comedian. Mike maybe? Gravel. John Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper is a name Jay I know. Jay Inslee. Oh, Jay Inslee. Wayne Messam. Don't know who that is. Seth Moulton. <laughs> Tim Ryan. Oh. Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Marianne Williamson. Okay. And I may have skipped, I skipped Tulsi Gabbard. That would oh, probably Tulsi be Gabbard. the other one. 
Tulsi Gabbard. I believe that's the full lineup. Bill de Blasio is coming. I think he might not be. Mm. I think last week he launched a trial balloon and that trial balloon went. (laughs) And now he's like, maybe I don't. Well, maybe I'll just stick to. Listen, I don't want to hear from you unless you've got a skateboard, Dan. (laughs) Look, you can. I am positive that half those guys at the end we could get on this show. (laughs) We could get them now, probably. We could get Steve Bullock. That's, that's, not not, that's not a real person for sure. The headline on CNN today was, does Biden have this thing wrapped up? God damn it. There's fucking 250 plus days left. <laughs> Everyone take a goddamn breath. <laughs> uh, in Joe Biden news. Uh, oh, no. I don't want Joe Biden news. You're going to get Joe Biden news whether you like it or not. You'll take Amy Carter's shoe and I need her. Hey, Dan. Oh, it's me. Thank you. You saved Ah. me from Joe Biden news, Amy Carter's shoe. I was going to keep real quiet because the puppy's sleeping. But then I decided to come on and I wanted to talk. Give my 2020 scrolls update. That's right. (laughs) It's me, Amy Carter, official 2020 correspondent, letting you know all the scrotes that are out there. And there are a lot of them. Scrotes everywhere I look. I have a song about it. They go, everywhere I look, there are scrotes. Everywhere I look, there are scrotes. Stretchy, 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 scrotes. There's a boatload of fucking scrotes. Scrotes to the left of me, strotes to the right, and I'm stuck here in the middle with fucking you. Scrooge. Hi, puppy. I'm not even lying. I almost vomited just then. So, I'm here with your Joe Biden update. Oh, no. You know how I feel about Joe Biden. No, I don't. I like him old and stretchy. (laughs) That's Amy's type. Amy likes him old and stretchy. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. Amy Likey. Oh, Amy Likey. Oh, Yahoo. Oh, no. I, this went terribly wrong. I like to grab onto it and swing on oh. it. Like those oh, no. danger ropes at those unregulated water parks where you get to swing out over the body of water and jump off. No, stop. That's how Amy likes it. Please. Yummy, yummy. Oh. I like it, Dan. Oh, no. You know what I like. Anyway, that's, uh-huh. been, that's been your Joe Biden update. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> there was Joe Biden oh, news. Burns. Yeah, well, you know, I, you burns. can expect it. The, the longer he's in the race in the front runner, the more you're going to be hearing from her. Oh, boy. And oh, no. her entirely unexpected um, kind of shoe on for Joe Biden. <sighs> I didn't know. I didn't know about that either. I didn't know that she that she found him very attractive, but she apparently really does. Oh my! Yep. Uh. But uh, Trump has decided that he is a that you know he's got to put his focus on Joe Biden. Yeah, as the presumptive. And he decided to send his best guy to to Ukraine to find stuff out. That's right. He said, Rudy, 
you're the smartest man I know. <laughs> I want you to go spying for me. <laughs> and he sent, or was going to send, Rudy Giuliani to Ukraine to just find out what he could find out about Joe Biden. Right. Except mm. that everybody found out about it. Because Rudy told them. Because Rudy told them. It's interesting, though, because you know what? I think Rudy Giuliani is the smartest guy he knows. Yeah, I think so, too. I really do. Like He's like, that guy, he was a mayor of his... Like, he's got to know everything. I genuinely think he is Trump's smartest friend. Imagine... Imagine where you have found yourself in life, where you look to your right and you look to your left and you realize the smartest guy in the room is Rudy Giuliani. If you had even a modicum of self-awareness, that would be a rock bottom style moment. Yeah, that would be a moment where you're like. I got to make some changes in my life. Your son is Dojo, the master of the self-own. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, <sighs> uh, I'm just going to get real, real low down and co. Oh, just real low down and cozy here in the playpen. Dan. Hi girl. Dan, let me just say that when we get to, when I get on that plane to go to pod X, I'm going to be drinking like so much hand sanitizer on that flight. It's going to be, it's going to be so what here, you know, I know that you, I'm looking at the show notes and everybody should know that Dan basically does all the work at this point. I show up, I do this terrible, what you hear. And then I, I leave. Dan is like that guy with like the, the, the multicolored, the multi band suit. Like he's got a bass drum and a cymbal on his head and a, and a banjo (laughs) And I walk in for one second and I ding the triangle and I leave. That's, <laughs> that's us. Um, and I see in the show notes that you want to talk about Georgia. But you know what, Dan? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of surmised that. Because it is a terrible time for women. And yeah. I just don't want to. You know what? I just don't want to. That is 100% fine. Because um, I would just very, very quickly like to give a a shout out to uh, the website postrowhandbook.com, postrowehandbook.com, which is a remarkable resource uh, put together by a woman named Robin, Robin Marty. Uh, that if people are looking to help support or live in a state where they need some sort of uh, reproductive health care help, that website is a remarkable resource. But I also totally acknowledge that we don't need to talk further about it. I mean, it's a giant bummer and it's yes. real important and it's... uh. It's so tied into just how 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 we view people <laughs> yes. or how we don't view people. Uh and also things like the the 
I believe it was the sponsor of the bill in Georgia who believes, seems to believe that, for example, atopic pregnancies can be just kind of scooped up. That was that was the the, uh, the sponsor of the bill in Ohio. Oh, that was the Ohio sponsor. Okay, yeah, not the Georgia sponsor. And it was, and believe that they could be removed and put in the uterus, which they cannot. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. Oh, that's Oscar coming home. He's probably like, "What are you doing in the pen?" Shh, nobody <laughs> tell him. Nobody <laughs> tell him. Uh... Hi, Oscar. He's he's waving in an English way. Oh, 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 she's on the computer. She's on the computer. Oh, God. She's on the computer. Wow. You can just pick her up. I'll stay in here. Um. <laughs> Hi. Now All the right, Maureen. Now the puppy's looking in at me. What? Time to ask a truthful... I want a truthful answer here from you. All right. The puppy goes down to puppy daycare... How many times do you end up in the pen anyway? Dan, what I, my process is my business. (laughs) And I can't get out of here because of all the computer equipment I've brought in here. I'll have to know. That's why I can't leave. Oh my God. I just have a lot of stuff in here, Dan. All I'm saying is, Dan, Dan, did I ever tell you about the time I was in a car accident and I got had a call with a state farm rep? Um, maybe. Well, I'm going to tell this very briefly now to kind of just give a little prescient, what kind of f- fun times you can have being a woman or somebody with, with, with uh, women, women biological bits. Yeah. I, I was in a car accident. I was in a very bad car accident, as a matter of fact. And... Um, I walked away, which was really good, but, um, the seatbelt really got me as part of this. Um, so I had abdominal pain a couple of days later and I was sent back to the ER and they, uh, they had to check me over and I had to have, um, an impromptu pelvic exam at 4am on, on Memorial or like Labor Day by a guy who was like I don't normally do these, but I guess oh, we'll just God. we'll just make a kind of thing here with some boxes of gloves, and we'll we'll put the you know they have to do oh. it. So it was fine. He was just doing his like he was just doing his best. He's like, just make sure that you haven't had like a rupture or something. So then I got I submitted all these bills to the insurance company, and then I got a call from a like a rep, a guy who was probably sounded about my age at the time, like in his early you know mid twenties. Yeah, and I he said, well well, you see these bills you've submitted for your ER visit? And I said, yes. And he said, and they did a pelvic exam. I said, yes. And he said, well, obviously, you're trying to get us to pay for an exam because you did something you're ashamed of. What? hmm Fuck. Now, Dan, this was before kind of you could twitter anything like there was no there was nowhere to go with this yeah and once my kind of rage abated and i regained my vision shit yeah i i was so mad i didn't even have the presence of mind to get any more information it's just but that's the kind of stuff that people just say shit like that to you it's not even that weird (sighs) shame just kind of shame and just questioning you like dudes questioning you about stuff 
about your body is just like a thing that happens with us. It's just a part of our lives. It's just part of the ins and the outs. So, yeah. This is a fun little, fun little side. We all have stories. <laughs> and that's not even a serious story. That's just like a fun one. It's just like a fun time story. It's a fun podcast. Oof. Oscar is playing with the puppy. I'm looking up at him. It's like he's. It's like I'm in a biodome, Dan. But like I'm just kind of peering out the top of the. Imagine me just. Imagine as if I was hiding in a giant laundry basket and I'm just peering out the top while holding a microphone. <laughs> and you have a very accurate representation of what is actually happening right now. Except instead of laundry, it's pea-soaked blankets. We wash them, thank you. <laughs> we do nothing if not a lot of laundry. Like, as soon as something gets peed on, we whisk it away. Oh. I'm looking through the mesh at... Uh, hold on. I'm going to actually... It says who first. Come here. Come here, English person. This is Oscar. And I just want him to verify certain facts. I'm going to pass <laughs> you over. Hello. Hello. Oscar, yes. what what side of the puppy pen are you on right now? Uh, the outside. What side of the puppy pen is Maureen on? The inside. And which side of the puppy pen is the puppy on? The outside. Next question. How often is that the configuration of people and puppies in relation to the puppy? I'm, is this the first time she has been in the puppy pen without the puppy? I'm going to have to take the fifth on that one. <laughs> oh. what, are you, what are you answering? <laughs> All right. You can hand the rig back over to Maureen. Thank you, Oscar. Oh, what was he saying? All Nothing. I heard, I just heard him saying, the outside to the inside to the outside. <laughs> I was like, nothing. We just had a little chat. We are, Dan, would you say that our quality is going up or down? Well, I think that's really subjective. Mm, says Huvia. And I have a question for Says Huvia, actually. We have an, a live show coming up. We do. And I don't really know. We have to figure out a good way to introduce ourselves and what to what to do in a live show. It'll be fine. We'd love to know if you're coming. Absolutely. And if there's any ideas you as Suzuvians have about things that if you, you know, our first live show, what we, we should be doing, talking about. There's going to be a surprise. There is? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You said there was. A, well, what is it? It's a surprise, Maureen. I'm not interested. I want to know now. Nope. Nope. But in two short weeks, we will be in Nashville, Tennessee together, May 31st through June 2nd at Pod X, where, in fact, we will be doing our very first live show. I don't know what we'll do without the puppy pen. I can bring or it. Or the puppy. Look. Possibly her, too. Anyway, come. You can get tickets at podx.com slash says who. That URL will get you 10% off. It's going to be excited. hot. It's going to be It's going to be a good time. I can't. That's two weeks away, Dan. 
It is. It is soon. Oh my god. It is soon. And uh and yeah, but you should come. And you should let us know if you're coming uh by contacting us at says who podcast on twitter you can email at hey that is h-e-y at says who podcast.com or let us know if you're coming on facebook at slash group slash says whovians our facebook group is moderated by janice dillard says who is made possible by you through your support of our patreon at patreon slash says who which is just you know you're all url there patreon dot Com. There. What did I say? It's a Patreon slash says who, but Patre- that's what the notes have said for weeks. <laughs> it says Patreon. Just, just, put, just grab your computer with both hands and yell Patreon. Says who? And then that isn't how it works. It will immediately take you. It's not true. to Blue Apron. No, where you? Oh boy, can get some really delicious. I feel like we've gone weeks without that now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's weeks. extra tasty when it comes Been back. too puppy tired to pull that shit. Mm, so tired. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo, and I would like to once again direct you to Ted Leo's new podcast, The Art of Process with Ted Leo and Amy Mann, which is a wonderful podcast uh, talking to people from all sorts of walks of creationing about how they make the things that they make. Go check it out. We had somebody tweet, I think yesterday, that they were at a cafe and the Says Who song started to play yeah. because it is an actual Ted Leo song. So true. she was like, it's Says Who time. She's like, why aren't they saying hello? Who is this singing? And then she turned around and we were sitting behind her and we just lifted up our coffee cups like we were saluting her like, hello. That's what we do. That's what we do. We're behind you now. Our logo was designed by Darth. We love you, Darth. Indeed we do. And uh, you can spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And remember, steal their phones, steal your neighbor's phones, your relatives. Just subscribe. Just do it. They doesn't cost. Don't cost nothing. Listen. You might have a friend who's like, you know what? I checked out Says Who, but they just talk about politics. And now you can say, hey, they talk about puppies. It's like a lot of puppy stuff. Yeah. So, you know, reintroduce them you know now what it's that called? it's 90% puppy. You know what it's called now? <laughs> you know what it's called now? Says Poo? It's called Says Poo. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of myself. Proud of myself. You know, the saddest thing, Maureen, is that puppies grow up so fast that you're going to have to get another one. I know. So we can keep the puppy content going. We already realized that she likes playing with other dogs so much that Oscar looked at me in defeat the other day and said, I guess we just get a second dog right now. Oh, no. Proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for making (sighs) the joke. Join us next Wednesday, May 22nd, for the next episode. Maybe the dog's teeth will have started falling out. No, I don't think so. But she will be walking outside by then. Oh, that's very exciting. Says Pooh. My basement from my basement in Chicago. I'm Dan Sinker. Says Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> from the puppy pen. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Nothing. Just saying. <laughs> what? Just saying. Hey, listen, buy my books. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> this has been Says Who. 